¿Qué pasó, cochinos ensucias? I'm Gallo, the chivalrous chauvinist. Welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast. Sucias are my favorite. The rules are simple. If you like what you hear, rate this episode. If you know someone that needs to hear this, do us both a favor and share it with them. If you've listened to more than two episodes, do me a favor and subscribe. And if this is your first time here, you got to stick around to the end. Now, I've been called out recently. My friend, Truth, that's two O's, not a U, called me out for having a clickbaity tagline, which is the with a kink twist part, because he said, and I'm paraphrasing, I was expecting more stuff on kink. And he's right. When I started the podcast, the intent was to have more talks about kink. So I'm going to do a once a month kink episode. So Truth, carnal, this one's for you, bro. Kink 101. What is kink? Well, to get into the nitty gritty of it, I'm going to refer to the DSM. That is the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. And to be clear, the distinction between a kink and a disorder is that the kinkster feels a, quote, personal distress about their interest, end quote. That is to say that they're unhappy or ashamed or feeling guilty or have anything negative about their kink and likely want to change, stop, or fix their problem. Another thing to note is that previous editions of the DSM, currently it's DSM-5, used to list criminal and non-criminal sexual disorders, including homosexuality. Eventually, the non-criminal paraphilias were removed. Now, the clinically accepted term for kink is paraphilia, coined by John Money or Monet in DSM-3 back in 1980. Now, I'm not sure if it's Money or Monet, but it's spelled Money. I don't know how he pronounces it, but I'm going to go with Money. And a paraphilia is defined as an unusual sexual interest. And there, in lies the rub. Who's to say what is unusual in terms of sex? Now, in the Bible Belt, doggy style might be risque and unspoken. But in Porn Valley, ass to mouth might just be a how do you do? Okay, now that might be an exaggeration, but different parts of the country in the U.S. can have distinct opinions on what is acceptable sex, not to mention other countries, which can have ages of consent far lower what, quote, civilized cultures, unquote, see as appropriate. Hell, there are some countries that don't even have an age of consent. However, in those places, it's generally accepted that you won't be having sex before marriage or else the woman would be stoned to death. So back to the point, what is kink? The short answer is it can be anything that isn't missionary PIV sex. However, more common ones that I've seen in the past 20 years across eight U.S. states, two provinces, can, yeah, Canada has provinces, yeah, two Canadian provinces, and five Mexican states, or roughly 20 metropolitan areas, in no particular order, is impact play. That is, logging, spanking, slapping, and punching. The last two are the least common in that group, but they're in the same realm of impact play, or spanking, which is where usually everyone starts off at, and then moves up maybe to paddling, or flogging, or caning, or some variation thereof. Role play is living out a fantasy, though usually in what I've seen with role play is that it's a authority figure 
over someone else, which is like a student teacher, a cop, and someone trying to get out of a ticket, doctor or nurse, and the patient. And then there's orgasm control, more commonly called edging, bringing the partner to the brink of climax and then forced to stop and then start over again. Usually it's repeated more than once or at least more than twice. And in some instances, there's orgasm denial where edging continues a multiple times and then just stopping. And there's also sensation play where there is a large spectrum of activities. And the most common that I've seen within this play is being blindfolded and having an ice cube dragged across their skin. There's also waxing, which again, still blindfolded, but dripping hot candle wax on your partner while they're blindfolded. And there's also having your partner blindfolded and wearing earplugs or earmuffs, something that covers your ears, or listening to headphones, listening to some type of music while using feathers and dragging it across their skin or using silk or some type of sensory excitement for them. Bondage. Binding your partner usually begins with handcuffs or Velcro ties and can evolve into rope play that tops out into the art form of rope play called shibari. Voyeurism is gaining sexual pleasure from watching others being naked or watching others having sex. The inverse to this is exhibitionism, where one gets sexual pleasure or heightened pleasure by allowing others to watch you or having the risk of being caught in public or in your vehicle or wherever that's exciting enough for you. There's cuckolding. Now, traditionally, or more commonly, the husband or boyfriend is called a cuck, and he watches his wife, aka hot wife, have sex with someone else, and that person's called the bull. There's also a female version where she is called a cuck queen. It's spelled Q-U-E-A-N, or Quebec Uniform Echo Alpha November. And in the cucking kink, there is variations of it from being in the same room and watching, being in a closet and watching without the bull knowing. There is um, sending the hot wife out to gangbangs and either the husband recording it or watching it or getting snippets of videos or clips or texts showing what's going on with his wife or girlfriend or the hot wife. Dominance and submission. This is a consensual uh, erotic power exchange or power play between two or more people. There is, or rather, there should always be consent and trust between the individuals. But thanks to Fifty Shades of Shit, it started a whole thing where consent is taken or not observed. And uh, if you talk to someone, if you're if you're getting into kink and you're getting into a dom sub relationship, and you talk to someone, and they say that they don't need safe words because they know what they're doing, or they say something along the lines of, if you were a real sub, you wouldn't need a safe word. Run. Fucking run away from them and call them out on social media. Any way that you can, call them out. Because this has started a dangerous trend where someone, usually a female that's interested in kink or BDSM, gets a bad partner and gets hurt and eventually is turned off from kink and doesn't have an outlet for them to get the sexual pleasure that they're seeking because that's what kink is, is seeking out pleasure. The point is, is to get a release that one needs 
the reason I'm saying to call out isn't to get them shunned or kicked out of the community, but rather to get the community to teach this pretend dom how to be a proper dom in the relationship so that we don't have more ruined relationships because of Fifty Shades of Shit. Anyways, I'm off my soapbox. Sadism, masochism. The sadist gets off on inflicting consensual pain. The flip side of that coin is a masochist who gets off on receiving pain. S&M can look like impact play, humiliation, hot wax, public humiliation, degradation, or even role-playing to an extent that is within their limits, but would seem extreme to an outsider. Age play. Now, this one is usually considered the creepy one until you realize how common it is if you've ever called someone else your partner, baby, you've taken part in age play. However, people that are really into age play, it's usually a daddy dom, little, middle, or baby girl. Though, they're also mommies and sons. And to be inclusive, there's also caregiver and child. And to be clear, age play is not pedophilia. It is consensual play between adults. And all of these paraphilias are kinks that people take a part of. First, it's always consensual. And two, it doesn't have to include penetrative sex. Some of these have nothing to do with sex, but rather sensation. So what have we learned? Well, these are just the 10 most common types of play that I've seen or come across in the past 20 years. Now, there's one last one that is common, but often not spoken of in mixed company. More often, this is one of those things that's shared after a relationship has been taken place between two people for at least months, if not years. That is CNC. Trigger warning, if you've ever been a victim of sexual assault, we might want to skip two minutes ahead. But it is one of those kinks or paraphilias that is common among women, but is they are often afraid to talk about it, and that is CNC, consensual non-consent. And they don't talk about it for fear of judgment or even messing with their own psyche. In CNC, it is, again, consensual rape play where the two partners know that it is a scene that it is something that's going to be discussed. And on top of having their safe word, there's probably going to be a code word that is shared from the attacker to the victim that will let them know that this is their play, not something real that is happening. From reading various theses and my experience and what I've spoken with these females and taking an abstract from if you believe that we are evolved from primates, whatever you think our evolutionary ancestors are. Within primates, more commonly in chimpanzees and gorillas, there is a lot of rape that goes along with those within those groups. And that is just an assertion of dominance, a primal need or nature to want to be with the most dominant male. And so some experts have posited that that may be the reason or a reason for desire of CNC, wanting to be dominated, wanting to be taken, wanting to be used. And that is probably the most primal form of being used. Again, to be clear, this isn't advocating for rape. This isn't excusing or giving permission to rape. This is talking about a particular type of play that is between two consenting adults that is usually in somewhat of a controlled environment.
Did you learn anything in this episode? What was the most shocking or interesting thing for you to learn? Please leave a comment or reach out and let me know what you thought. If you know someone that might be interested or curious to learn about what was in this episode, please do your friend and me a favor and share this episode with them. If this was your first episode, let me know what you thought. As always, I love you. You are worthy of it. Till next time, besos.